Welcome to Postel's Podcast, where you can learn from our experienced guests and gain new insight on how real estate, your personal security, and living the outdoor lifestyle can strengthen your inner core and bring out the power you need for life. And now here's your host, Mike Postel. I'm fired up today to be speaking with a fellow colleague in the real estate industry. By way of the big island of Hawaii, aloha, Karen Ferrara. How are you? Good morning, Mike. I'm doing well. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank it, you for having me. Uh, hey, pleasure's all mine. I appreciate you coming on. So, yes, it's still morning time out there, uh, afternoon over here on the mainland on in California. So for those that are listening, I have the honor to... Uh, conduct a podcast interview, a, an awesome agent realtor on the big island of Hawaii. And they are a two hour difference versus us out here on the mainland in California. And again, I'm coming by way of Southern California, Newport beach. So Karen, you have a really cool, I'm going to take these glasses off. You're, you have this really cool background where you've kind of migrated. I, I believe you started in Arizona and then came to California and now on, you're on that beautiful piece of lava rock that they call Hawaii, the big, the big island. So, or the locals call FBI. So, um, and we'll get into the whole Hawaii thing. But if you if you don't mind, you were kind enough to submit some uh, information, which was awesome. Thank you. Quickly, I guess give a brief background because you're a sharp lady. You have a, a, a strong background in education and building to you up with. And I'll let you elaborate. So this is all about you. And so I don't bloviate too much. I'm going to turn it over to you and if you can go from there. Oh, sure. So let's see. I'm, I'm originally from Scottsdale, Arizona. Wonderful place to grow up. Uh, it was rather a small town back then. They called it the West, most Western town, I think. Wow. And uh, it's quite large now. Sometimes it takes a couple hours to go visit your friends and relatives because they're all over the, the Valley of the Sun. Mm -hmm. So I love Arizona. And, um, it just, it's, it's a beautiful place. And I still have many, many friends and family there. So I love to go visit. But Hawaii has been our home, the big island, for 23 years. We came to this island in 1998. And uh, time time sure flies when you're having fun. So right, um, but and you had a stint though in California after Arizona, was it before you came to Hawaii? Yes. Okay. Yes. Jack, my husband, and I met at Pebble Beach, California. We were working for the Pebble Beach company. We were there. I was there five years, and he was there longer than I. And uh, that was another paradise for sure. Absolutely, like a dream. To, to the Monterey Peninsula is God's country for sure. It's just, it's spectacular. I agree 100%. Beautiful area. Absolutely. So, wow, you've hit some, you've, and Scottsdale's very nice as well. So you're definitely hitting some punch in the boxes there as far as some beautiful places. So 23, I'm sorry, 23 years, Hawaii? Yes. And, and that's uh, been, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, 23 years on this island and four years on Oahu when I went to college there. Okay. Very cool. And that, and, uh, university was at Hawaii Manoa or. Yes. Okay. And, and it looks, and I think I saw that you received a, so you, you have an MBA, which is impressive and very helpful when you're conducting business and definitely gives some street cred to your name. And then you also have a degree in philosophy. Is it? 
Yes. They- I, uh, I always knew I was, um, I wanted to be a professional golfer, but my, my mother and father instilled in us this great, um, acquisitiveness, I guess you could say of knowledge. So we like my brother and I both were raised with just learning as much as you can, as, as wide and deep as you can about many, many different things. And one of the things was, um, Latin. I, t- I took seven years of Latin for some crazy wow. thing. And, uh, and with that, um, philosophy. So that's, uh, I guess I didn't wasn't really thinking about a practical application because I was going to be a professional golfer at the time. But uh, but yes, it certainly it 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 gave me a a lot of perspective about the micro and macro of the world and the the applications from then and and throughout time are applicable to uh, many business situations and personal situations today. So it it sort of gives your mind another. Uh, um, an opening, I guess you could say, of seeing things from a different perspective. Absolutely. Excellent. I, I think that's phenomenal that you, you have that. And it, it definitely helps so much when you're conducting business and working with people and especially being in Hawaii. You're working with cultures from all over the world, big time, just like you do here to a degree in, in Southern California, Hawaii, so much ever so, you know, big time. And uh, so I think that's awesome that you have that, that mindset with the philosophical approach and working with people. And then you have the competitive desire drive from being wanting to be a golf pro. And, and so that blends nicely. And the reason why I bring that up, because if people are listening that they're thinking about getting into the real estate career and becoming a realtor, uh, this is why I have people like yourself on that are very experienced individuals in the business and, and, uh, and do quite well. So when people are listening, might want to vibrate that one. <laughs> no, no worries, everybody. That was uh, Karen's phone. It's probably someone calling to want to make an offer on a nice piece of property on the water. So hopefully she can give us a few more minutes. But uh, anyways, so uh, as far as being on the big island, do you obviously been there 23 years? Like, I, I am assuming you absolutely love it there. Do you miss the mainland? Do you sometimes miss being on Oahu? What's your feel on that? People ask me that all the time. And the answer is no. I mean, it is, this is a paradise here for sure. We Mm -hmm. are blessed and blessed beyond measure with the life lifestyle we have here. And I super enjoy sharing that with my clients, my friends and family who come and visit. It is, um, it's not only the visual beauty. That's one thing, but it's really the lifestyle, the people, the culture that really make Hawaii rich and why it's such a popular destination because there's mm-hmm. no place like it. Not at all. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, I can speak to a little bit of experience growing up as a kid, spending summers on Oahu. I've been to Hawaii probably 50 times. And lately the last several years prior to COVID, I've been all over Maui staying there and, but I've been on uh, the big Island a couple of times. I actually stayed as a, as a young kid, fortunate. My parents brought us over. We stayed at the Mauna Kea, which was a beautiful area. And it is now that's it's in operation since obviously that earthquake several years ago, right? Or no? Definitely. It yeah. is in operation. And okay. uh, yeah, I enjoy lot, lots of time down there and it, um, it, it is packed. I mean, it, it is very popular destination with tourists and locals and it's especially 
most recently in the last six months, it's been in- incredibly busy. Really? Okay, good. Especially with uh, hopefully things keep improving with the pandemic, with COVID-19 and, and whatnot. Uh, Hawaii's still pretty pretty firm on how they do things, but they've opened up quite a bit since the initial onslaught, correct? Yes, good question. So they, uh, let's see, when the pandemic hit, nobody, of course, knew what was going to happen, but they, um, it was shut down. I can't remember the chain of events exactly, chronologically, but I believe we were shut down probably from March or April of 2020, all the way through to October of the of that year, you know, basically you had to quarantine for two weeks if you were going to come every single person. And certainly that was, you know, that's almost impossible for most tourists to do because mm-hmm. you had to quarantine in a hotel room. They really didn't, couldn't even quarantine in your you know, Airbnb or something, because they shut down Airbnbs too. And the policies differed a little bit by island. But now you can come here if you're fully vaccinated. There's no quarantine requirement. You have to upload your documentation to a website. And um, if you're not vaccinated, you have to just show proof that you have a negative COVID test. And then there's no quarantine. Or you can choose to quarantine for two weeks and, uh, but certainly with those easier entry requirements, we tourism and the, my friends in the hotel, hotel industry, we're, you know, we still have many, many friends in the hospitality industry and mm-hmm. the, the hotels are just booming and it, it's the restaurants are, it, we're everybody probably like s- similar in Newport, mm-hmm. short, everybody's short staff. So it's, mm-hmm. it's really a remarkable situation. So that's good. Not sure the end is in sight is hopefully um, hopefully we'll uh, continue to stay strong in in the economy and um, more people will come back to work. Well, that's good news. I'm glad you guys are progressing that way because the islands took a huge hit, especially more so than maybe a lot of we look, we all suffered through it and it was, it was rough, but the islands is so much based upon tourists for your economy, even though a lot of the locals are like, <laughs> you're down tourists, stay away. We like our Hawaii. But um, anyways, a lot of dollars and support come from the tourist industry and you know, the hotels took a beating and the restaurant. I mean, it's just so on and on and on. So, and then speaking of being a realtor, how did that kind of, kind of can get an idea, but how did that affect your business personally? Well, that's a, also a good question. It was unprecedented, actually. It, it, it was a banner year in 2020 um, for real estate. Um, there was, I think what happened was people were home. You know, I, I sort of felt like something was going to happen. I call it like the the Thanksgiving, um, the Thanksgiving effect or something. Usually our market, the, when, the Sunday before Thanksgiving, our phone starts, you know, ringing off the hook. People are coming on island. They want to see property. They're think they've been thinking about Hawaii as a destination for, you know, perhaps decades. Even when they came here, just like yourself, when they were little kids, and their parents loved it. So they're mm-hmm. second or third generation, you know, tourists to Hawaii. And so now they've decided to make Hawaii home. And then with COVID, being home with your family, and you know, I I know 
many executives that would travel, you know, on a weekly basis all over the world. And they were literally stuck home with their, not stuck. They were privileged to be home with their family for, you know, months on end. So I think what that did is it helped all of us. We were scared and that was across socioeconomic boundaries, Mm -hmm. people that have means and, you know, billionaires to people who are buying their first home. Everybody's scared. Am I going to be okay? Is my family going to be okay? What is this COVID thing? It's really scary. And I think in doing so, the people that had discussions about, are we happy where we are? What should we do? What, what can we go somewhere? What, what are, what choices do we have here? Hawaii came on so many people's radar. And with that, the phone started ringing. And even though people couldn't come here, they wanted to find out more about Hawaii real estate. You know, what, what some people knew a lot about Hawaii, the people who had been coming here for generations and some people didn't know, know very much about Hawaii, or maybe they know about Oahu. They've been to Honolulu, but maybe not to the big Island. Mm-hmm. So we received as real estate professionals, we received the gamut of questions you know, what's it, what is, what is it like to live there? And the answer is it's wonderful. So many people did come and it was a record year for me personally. Um, Congratulations. So many, well, thank you. So many people. And also for many real estate brokerages, there were broke records last year, but I think the most remarkable thing was people became, and I know this is not exclusive to Hawaii, but um, many people were able to purchase real estate without, without coming here. So side on scene. Yep. We, as real estate professionals had to figure out how do we do this? How do I make you comfortable so that I can engender your confidence that what you're seeing is, is real. What, you know, every disclosure that we know that we can find out how, how do we do this so that, you know, I want to feel good about their sale after the sale. I want them um, <laughs> yes. just about the house. It's about them being placed in the right, the right areas. In other words, do you like the cold weather? Do you like the rain? Do you like being close to the ocean? You know, those kinds of things. Uh, so it was even more tantamount about to really get to know your client and, and, and interview them and, and spend time and, and I, I'm not sure how many sight unseen sales I did last year, but quite a few, um, somewhere probably between five and 10. So it, it was extraordinary. So that's a good chunk. Absolutely. And, and, and for those listening, Karen mentioned the different climate temperatures and she mentioned cold weather. And if you're going cold weather in Hawaii, well, if you haven't been to the big island, that is especially one and Maui has this to a degree too with Haleakala, but if you, with Mauna Kea and Kilauea and I mean, there's huge temperature swings, especially in the winter on Hawaii. And it's still, obviously it snows on Mauna Kea and are they still boarding and skiing on there? Yes, definitely. Um, Everyone gets super excited when there's snow, uh, or it's going to be snowing on Mauna Kea. Everybody texts each, each other, you know, do you think it's going to snow? It's going to snow tonight. I swear it's going to snow tonight. Look mm-hmm. at the weather. And we, mm-hmm. you know, and then everybody will try to plan. They close, they close the mountain for a couple of days um, after 
or during the snowstorm. So you can't, it's not accessible, but the first day that it's open, everybody's excited to go up there with their pickup trucks and fill their beds with snow and oh, bring wow. it back for the kids to play and right. build snowmen. And it's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. It's just uh, extraordinary. It's so beautiful up there. It's a sacred place. A giant amount of shaved ice, so to speak. I mean, that is super. People are like shaved ice. What the heck? Well, if you've been to Hawaii, you know what shaved ice is. But that's uh, that's super cool, especially for the islanders and the locals who have never been in the mainland or had an opportunity to be in the mountains for skiing, boarding. That's that's or just hanging out in the snow. That's awesome. Very cool. So, as far as geographically located, I believe you are on the, is it the northwest side of the Big Island? Is- yes, I am located in the town of Waimea. That's where I live. And mm-hmm. uh, it's also called Kamwela. Most, or I shouldn't say most, but many places, many towns in Hawaii have two names. So uh, Kamwela was the second name, I believe. And that was for Samuel Parker. So um, Kamuela is the Hawaiianization, like a Romaji or something, for Samuel. So mm-hmm. but the locals will say it is not Kamuela, it is Waimea. I but bet. Absolutely. there are three Waimeas in Hawaii. There's one on Kauai, Waimea Canyon, mm-hmm. and then Waimea on the north shore of Oahu. So, mm-hmm. but and if people are like Maui, no, that's Wailea on Maui, south side. But um, Waimea, I've, I've definitely stayed in that area. Very cool spot. And uh, you guys are the opposite side of Hilo, which uh, I believe is on the eastern side, right, of the island to a degree? Yes, Hilo. Uh, it's so it's so interesting that there's such a diversity. I think we have 11 of 13 e- ecosystems in the in the world. From Wow. Prairie to tundra to, um, I, I you got the jungle and in the mountains. Yeah, like it, the, you guys have, I think, yeah. I mean, you almost have everything. I, I, I don't want to say you have desert because those are lava fields, but you guys have a lot of stuff. <laughs> we have desert. Uh, I live my where I live. What I live on, it's called the dry side of Waimea, and it is. It's hot. There's cactus in my yard. We only oh. get probably between 10 and 20 inches of rain a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I can drive 10 minutes straight down into the ocean or 10 minutes straight into town where it's rainy and cold and foggy and the weather's like Monterey. So it's wow. pretty cool. So let's, let's, uh, it's very cool and very unique too. So that's awesome. Where, so as far as conducting business, the Big Island's a big spot there, and it can take you hours to get to certain locations. Do you have a certain farm that you? I mean, I was reviewing you and your what your your sales are. And by the way, she has an awesome website and her past sales. So if you want to check out Karen and her and what she's accomplished, it's it's very cool, and some beautiful properties. And you have one in escrow currently right now, which is beautiful. Uh, it's probably or maybe you already closed already. But anyways, we'll get to that. So is there? From this looked like there was at least five, six different areas that you're pretty consistent in. Is that correct, or that you? Yeah, that so you work? mostly in West Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the area that I'm familiar, intimately familiar with in the um, the real estate market. I know some of these houses I've been in several times over the years because they bought, they've traded 
several times over the years. But I would say all the way from Kona, including South Kona, um, on the on the island, and then going all the way up north to Kohala, mm-hmm. and then in between is all, of course all of the resorts: Mauna Kea, Manalani, Kuala Lai, Kohana Iki, and Kukio. And isn't there four uh, seasons as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. at Kuala Lai. And then uh, inland, uh, Waikoloa Village mm-hmm. to the be- our beautiful town of Waimea, and then a little bit, e- a little bit east to Hamakua, some in the Hamakua coast as well, which is the banana belt of. Um, right. So it's uh, that's a beautiful place too. There's so many different areas. There's so- there truly is something for everybody here. Uh, absolutely, and I recommend anyone that goes to the Big Island to get your rental car or whatever your friend's car and drive the whole island to experience what Karen just mentioned, the joys of what the island has to offer and the uniqueness of that, that island and the diversity. It's, it's amazing. Uh, so now you, you have that one home that I want to focus on because as a surfer, it looks like now it, the one that's in escrow, is that an area? Cause excuse me for my ignorance, cause I'm not too in tune with that. Um, how's the surf in that area? I think you had a picture of some guys dropping in, going left and right. Definitely. There is, well, okay. So I think you're referring to the Puico property. Mm-hmm. It's listed yes. at 0.75 million. The, uh, the sellers are, are amazing, uh, people. And when they purchased the home in 2012, that's what he said. He said, I want, to only have, he either said no file cabinet or one file cabinet. That's it. Wear my surf shorts every day and get get my board and myself in the water every nice. single day. And that's what he does. So, nice. uh, so there, there's different surf breaks there, and during the winter time, as you know, there's always a break in um, where the west West Hawaii is breaking. Now the surface crank West swells, Northwest, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So there's a, I, I want to bring up uh thank you for that. The, there's a, a beach that my, did I have three boys then? I think I, yes, my two older boys, they were quite young. And then we had my youngest who was a little toddler. We were staying in Waimea um, and we drove down to a place. And then we went down to Kailua Kona, came back to a, I'm going to look at this so I don't get this wrong. As Kua Bay, there's a yes. So I think that's where we were. It was one of the most beautiful beaches, and it was packed with all the locals and everything was cool. But the water literally was a pool. It was so crystal clear. It didn't burn your eyes. I was so amazed. I was swimming laps in the ocean. I, I was in heaven. It was gorgeous. And and you do indicate on your website how beautiful the Big Island is, and you have you guys have some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Which what you do. Um, but yeah, so that's the, I had the right spot, correct? That's it. Yes. Kua Bay is located. Um, first of all, we have many, many beaches. We have a lot of bays. <laughs> we don't have a lot of white sand, unlike Oahu, right. which is white sandy beaches. And when you're surfing, you know, I used, I surfed when I was in college and the, the breaks out there, you know, you're, you're paddling like a mile out. I mean, it's far mm-hmm. and, and, uh, but there's very little coral out there. So if you're like, I remember getting beat a couple of times by the waves and, you know, when you, when you do your, your face is hitting the sand, not the coral like here, um, because this is a newer Island. And, uh, um, so it just feels a little dangerous, but Kua Bay 
is is beautiful bay and it's by Kukio, which is a private um private club private resort and golf club community beautiful mm-hmm. to the um, many of the fortune uh forbes uh 500 are they oh, call that wow um, it's an extraordinary place and uh, but kua bay is exceptional the 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 color of the water i mean it just never gets old in the sand and that's it's stunning it's it's, it's, it's like holy crud i mean it's like oh my gosh are you kidding it's insane it, it is it is there there are uh there's nothing quite like kua bay but there's everyone's a little bit different and um, some of them are a lot different we have black sand beach and green sand beach here as well Green, well, hold, okay, so hold on. So the Black Sand Beach, I am familiar to a degree because I've been on the other side and, you know, did the whole Kilauea tours and the volcano tours and gone through the tubes and whatnot. I had some friends a long time ago that lived on Kalapana. And back, way back then, when before Pele had her show and Kilauea did its thing and took over Kalapana decades ago, there was those gorgeous Black Sand Beaches and Actually, I heard from the from my local friends. They were like, "Yeah, the surf was good out here too," but uh, that got devastated from volcano years ago. But uh, there's still some really cool, I believe, black sand beaches over there. And then you mentioned green sand. Definitely, we have uh, down at Monalani. There's some back black sand beaches. Uh, there are some. Uh, let's see, going there's a few going north, and definitely up north. Um, Pololu, which is a good surf spot. And mm. then also going south, uh, there's black sand beaches as well. And that's exactly what it is. It's Some of them are rocky, and then some of them, it's actual sand. With the, the lava has just been um, crushed. The, right. Uh, well, and to, and to your island, Big Island's defense, Oahu, a lot of their beaches was sand. That sand was imported from the Big Island, from the mainland. It's fake. <laughs> so uh not to disparage Oahu, it's absolutely drop dead gorgeous, but like obviously on the north side, that's I believe that's all natural. But a lot of the south side, uh those beaches are they had to import the sand, especially in Waikiki and whatnot. At least that's what I've been told by the locals. So um so your surf spots are there did I hear you correctly? So a lot of them are at least when I was there visiting, uh they're closer to paddle out into Versus like when I grew up surfing Oahu and going there as an adult, you're right. There's some spots you're, you're going for a paddle and you, and you yeah. hope, and you hope you don't see the locals in the water. If you know what I mean, the big ones swimming around, cause then you've got a long paddle in. Oh my gosh. Well, shark, the sharks are, this is the ocean is their home as you know, Correct. I don't have to tell you. So right. it's, uh, they're, they're not, they're not that they're not hungry really usually. So, we uh, we've had very few shark attacks here, um, but uh, yeah. So the surf breaks are closer in, mm-hmm. but it also you know closes it closes out very quickly. Right, because so you yep bail out before you hit the coral. So yeah, because you have it looks like deep water, and the, the surf comes in, hits the deep water, and all of a sudden suck, you know hits that reef, sucks out, boom, bowls up and hits. So yep, totally. Uh, yeah, and I have noticed not to get too much on the shark thing, but uh, I have been chased out a couple of times by big tigers on Oahu. Uh, that was that was probably the scariest I've ever been in my life. Um, but yeah, it's their home, it's their world, and we're just living in it. So we were very humble and appreciative and live the aloha life. But uh, actually, my friend Rick, 
1993, I think it was, he, he got attacked by a big tiger on the north side and Lonnie's. And, but what happened was that it was going after a turtle and he saw this giant turtle hopping, literally launching out of the water, going and then nose diving back under. He's like, I've never seen that before. Wow. But he couldn't tell a shark was chasing it. And the turtle literally baited the shark into Rick in the water. And the shark then hit Rick and knocked him clear out of the water. It was like a movie from Jaws. And he lands right next to it, touching the shark. And the shark bites into the side of his board, takes a big chunk out. And I have a picture of me when I'm 19. This is a long time ago. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an older guy now. But I think back then I was 19. And I have a picture holding this board. And it literally has a bite circumference of right under my armpit all the way down past my hip. I mean, that shark would have bit him in half. It was huge. And uh, he was in all the surf mags and the Honolulu uh advertiser or honolulu uh you know your main papers and whatnot but it was a big deal back then uh, johnny boy gillums came running down and dinky aloha and they were giving them bad boy gear when that was going off back in the day and uh but anytime anyways i digress uh but when i surf with rick on oahu he sometimes still gets a weird vibe and he'll just paddle in if he paddles in i'm paddling in. i i go i, I totally am a firm believer of your senses so anyways Absolutely. And I always, um, I, I don't surf anymore, but I do stand up paddleboard. And the advice that I got when I first arrived to Hawaii in 1984 was, and I bought a Dennis Pang uh, 510, I think it was, surfboard with the, uh, it was pink and it had a blue, <laughs> it had a little pink dolphin on it. Uh-huh. And I, the second day I was in Hawaii, I took the bus to Alamoana Bowls, bought it off a guy there. Oh, and he wow. Said, and I freaking paddled out like a dummy, you know, and, um, you, well, you didn't know. Said, always watch. I didn't know. Yeah. But, so I learned. <laughs> well, the, but, and there's, uh, there's a lot more sharks on Oahu, uh, for certain reasons and definitely Maui. But, um, Hey, again, everyone listening, we're not trying to, or me trying to just stone on, a, you know, just bear down on this. It's just, it's, it's just reality. So, um, anyways, uh, yeah, Watch. I always watch the locals. What are they doing? And yep. the people mm-hmm. when you're swimming or just be careful. Never turn your back on the ocean and just be careful. Good advice. Very good advice. So how is 20, as we're drawing to a close, it's November of 2021. How is, how'd your year turn out this year? Uh, or how is it looking to shaping up? Mike, it's beyond incredible. It, it's uh, it's been another record year of almost doubled what I did last year. Oh my God. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Double of last year. And that was your record year last year, right? And you've doubled yes. it. Holy. Yeah. Okay. Bra. Awesome. Congratulations. Giving you some street cred. That's, that's huge. It's, it's incredible. And it's, you know, it's been a very smooth year, super nice, super sweet clients. And managed to take some time off. I took a couple of months off to spend with family. And um, I just, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I just feel very grateful, mm-hmm. very blessed for me with their business and their life and the decisions and the future. And I don't know. I just, I am I'm very humbled. Ah, so. love the attitude. Very cool. Very cool. So for, yeah, no, I, my gosh, I'm jealous. I mean, do you, do you need a do you need a, a a lackey to come work for you? I'll, I'll clean the toilets and work my way up on you. <laughs> That's wow, you're crushing it. That's 
Good job, Karen. That's awesome. Thank you. So people that are listening and maybe have not heard of heard of you for, you know, there's a lot of realtors out there. They just never thought about Hawaii and now they are. And if they're interested in the big island, how can they get a hold of you? you go ahead. If you want to go ahead and let us know. So you can uh, call my cell phone, uh, shoot me a text, uh, shoot me an email, uh, KarenFerrara.com, and you can send me a message that way, and I will uh, I will get back to you usually within 24 hours. So, but I'd love to hear from you. I I get I get phone calls and inquiries from friends and friends of friends and clients and people who've seen me on social media and. It's, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. The super cool and awesome people that I meet and have the very good fortune to help them on their real estate journey. And some people don't buy anything, but they come to the Island, you know, often, uh, you know, maybe a couple times a year. And, uh, I've met some people that way too. And it's just, it's a really cool place to call home and, uh, share with those, share the best of the big Island with, my friends and, and family and clients who come to visit. So awesome. And, and do you want to give out your cell phone number or just have people go to your website? Look at you. Okay with it's that? 808-883-0094. And that's myself. So okay. like I said, I'll uh, just leave me a message or shoot me a text and I'd be happy to help and answer any real estate questions. You might have. Very cool. Not sure what that was, but we'll, <laughs> so and then uh, as we end here, uh, and again, I really appreciate your time since you're really busy. Uh, uh, how, you've been a realtor how long again? This is my 12th year. I started awesome. in 2000. Good for you. You're crushing it. 12 years. That's, that's, that's great. And you've been, but you've been doing business for about, I think, 29 years. Cause your husband has, you, you and your husband have a, a fine wood type business, right? Yes. So we, we have a, uh, in the early two thousands, we started a business to business construction supply company and, uh, we sell luxury wood products to the construction industry. Um, our clients are, uh, contractors, designers, architects, and it's in the luxury market. So Mm. if it's made of wood and it's, we've sold to, um, I, I, I don't even know how many, so hundreds, uh, maybe even a thousand of built product and um, here along the coastline. And we are working on outer islands as well. And, oh, uh, nice. Door, so doors, windows, cabinetry, and millwork is, is our core uh, core business. And mm-hmm. we've done furniture and some other things, but primarily it's those, those products. And we, we work with factory in Antigua, Guatemala, who – Amazing family and uh, Kelowna, British Columbia, um, also uh, like our family. And those products are Kyoba doors in Guatemala and Naralco cabinetry in Kelowna. And we provide products to the uber wealthy and, um, you know, products that end up in architectural digest. And just it's incredible how the the industries. how styles are changing, how design's changing. Mm-hmm. Um, good architecture always and good design always sticks around, but it's interesting how our clients challenge us with uh, new concepts and new designs and, and, and to see patterns and trends and how the industry's changed in almost 20 years. Well, you have a strong 
firm pulse on the real estate industry, construction industry with that business and your husband's. That's, that's awesome. So if anyone has any sort of desire to be on the big island of Hawaii or has any questions from a true pros pro expert, I highly suggest giving Karen a call, email, text, whatever is your flavor, and she'll get back to you. She's very responsive. Again, there's a there's several hour delay, though, being on, on Hawaii. So, But uh, Karen's been awesome to speak with and, and get to know. Uh, any parting things you'd like to say or recommendations? Uh, by the way, you're a mother of, I believe, three kids, is it? Two sons and a daughter? Did I re- Is that right? Yes. You're right. We have a blended family, my husband and I. So mm-hmm. he has two children and they have, they each have two children. So we have four grandchildren and, uh, and then I have, I have a daughter. So, but they're all grown and everybody's out of the nest and we're empty nesters. And but we did they, liked, sorry to like inject all, it. Yep. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, did, go ahead. Do they, ahead. did the kids grow up on a on Hawaii or uh, kind of combination? Only the youngest, uh, Alex, and she uh, she's 31 now, so she she misses it here very much. But she mm. she usually comes back a couple times a year. She lives in Canada now, and um, oh, you know, they all love to come back and visit. And we miss them. We're not close enough, but we we have a good amount of family that and friends that come and visit. And right, the reason why I ask is if there's people that want to they're tired of the mainland and COVID just put them over the edge, which has done for a lot of people. And they want to live somewhere and be able to just hunker down kind of thing and live within the community. If they're younger and, and well, you're, they're, you're young, but if they're, you know, first timer buyers or they're young family with, with young kids, obviously you have a strong pulse on the education system and the schools and variety. Correct. Definitely. And I have, um, although, you know, our youngest is older in her thirties, I'm still have friends with young children and clients with young children. And, um, there's, there's a lot to offer here, um, for people moving here. And it, it's the spectrum and the gamut of, of, uh, things to choose from the homeschool community here is very, very strong. I had a girlfriend whose uh, four children are raised primarily in the homeschool environment and they are all, lovely adults now, but they were little baby geniuses and that it was really sweet how close knit the homeschool community was. Um, there are many wonderful public schools here. There's charter schools, there's Hawaiian immersion schools, and there's uh, a couple of excellent private schools as well. Wow. So. Very cool. Well, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Karen, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate your time and providing us insight and knowledge regarding uh, Hawaii and the islands and the whole entire lifestyle that ha- that it has to offer. Uh, you are definitely the expert to speak to. And again, everybody that's interested in Hawaii to give Karen a call, especially the big island, but she's very knowledgeable on the other ones as well. So uh, give her a call and, or again, text, email, whatever is your deal and go from there. Karen, really appreciate it. Mahalo. And uh, aloha. Thank you. No, aloha. my pleasure. Take care. Bye. Happy holidays to you. Oh, my bad. Yes. Have a great Thanksgiving and happy holidays as well. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> you too, Meg. It's uh, a pleasure speaking today. Thank you for having me. Oh, uh, my honor. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Postal's podcast. 
we hope you gained new insights on managing life through knowledge about real estate, your personal safety, and living the outdoor lifestyle. Join us next time, so please like and subscribe to the Postals Podcast. Stay safe and power up.